Hi guys, it's Pleasance here. So today's episode is a little bit different than normal and quote unquote normal. And it really is from my heart and um, beyond. If it's not for you, if you listen and you think, I have no idea what she's talking about, you don't have to listen. Obviously, you have personal uh, power and autonomy to stop and unsubscribe. And also to know that things are changing around here in lots of ways, and you'll be able to hear it in there. I am super nervous. The mind, my ego is really nervous of sharing this with you. And I know that it's the right thing. I know this is, um, I just know. I don't need to say more except for I know and I trust it. I always trust it when my um, body and my heart and my gut and my intuition, my inner being are telling me to move in a direction Um, that's where we go. And I've done that with this work for a long time. I left my career in education um, a long time ago now in order to pursue the unknown. And the unknown became a kids yoga clothing brand called Little Ohm. And the kids yoga clothing brand that I followed, I did not like to do that. That was not that fun. Became Little Ohm Yoga. And Little Ohm Yoga was a series of just classes that I taught in Georgetown. And then I loved it so much. I kept following that flow. And that took me to renting a space in the Palisades, D.C. and opening a kid and family yoga studio, even though I'd never run a business. I knew nothing about running a business. Um, I had been a kindergarten teacher and an administrator in a charter school, um, was still paying off education debt. I mean, I kept listening to the voice within and it led me and continues to lead me in amazing ways. So that first yoga studio um, uh, led to a second and a third and opening different locations and moving and having new leases and letting go of leases and partnerships and all of these incredible, beautiful ways that flowed to me. And then eventually After all of that expansion, my soul, my inner being, my inner voice, my intuition led me to close all of that and to move in a new direction um, and to continue to take the wisdom of classroom teaching, the wisdom of starting a school, the wisdom of opening and closing yoga studios and now running businesses, adding, learning about running a business was so awesome. It was just like so much fun. I love taking women in business classes and learning about business models and teaching other women about business models and how to have them with, with children and babies and and marriages and partnerships. And now I've had this relationship for over 20 years with my husband and it's growing and changing and my kids are getting older and changing and my life's work is always evolving and I'm just following these leads that my inner being has been telling me and not letting the mind block me from the essence and the truth and living fully into um, into myself, into my body. And 
into the service work that means the most to my heart and my cells and and how I want to show up and be a leader and be a light in the world. So, you know, closing the studios and then moving into writing and 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 I'd always been writing. I've been writing my whole life, but sharing it more and using it more to help people more potently and directed with the mind. So integrating the yoga, the physical, the embodiment with all the Vedic um, practices of meditation and Buddhist teachings and Zen, I mean, just layers and layers upon um, paths and books and teachers and retreats. And I've been so fortunate to um, be guided towards. There's always been a pull of seeking, right? There's always been a pull, a longing that I've had. So, um, I, you know, now is a time, this portal of COVID, this portal, I broke my foot again the second time I did four years ago and had a pretty found, pretty profound, um, sacred sabbatical, uh, is what I called it. And this, this time has also felt like that. There's been a settling and, and just now that I'm moving deeper into my 40s, um, which I know in all the mystical, spiritual, religious traditions, not even, I'm not religious. I'm extremely <laughs> spiritual. I love reading about different religions and taking the best parts of them and just learning, learning and thinking about the context of our life with how these um, texts and how these stories have evolved, but it's always been a dance. I don't do it if it's not fun. I don't use the books or the learning or the support to beat myself up or shame. It's always in honor of the highest self and the highest being. And so this windy road feels like all of a sudden it's just exploded into the deepest levels of presence and knowing and feeling and being um, that have completely come together and integrated into our community. And if you've been apart lately, you can feel a shift in terms of really putting the, the power and the knowing into you. You have all you need. I don't have the answers for you, but I can help you start to listen to yourself so that you can navigate your life and the emotions and ride the storms of emotions and get that energy in motion, emotion, get it moving out of you and releasing. I can help you with that. Our communities, our circles, everything I offer will have this level of helping you listen to you. And that is a huge shift from a coaching model or a guru model or an external teacher model where someone else is telling you what to do or someone else is helping you use just the mind. Because the truth is life is always unfolding in these powerful and expansive ways that have nothing to do with the mind and the things that I've seen come to me and come to my life when I make space in my life, in my inner life, my emotional body, the vessel, then things are coming to me and through me and into my heart. And 
opportunities and connections and relationships and service opportunities and to be of use in this world. So that is stuff that my mind is not doing. It's not planning for it. And I know it's so, there's so many paradoxes here because you guys know how much I love planning. And this is, is like, it's just a totally different way of seeing planning, of interacting with it. It's not different from what I was doing before. It's just like more updated, more evolved. And there's so much more flexibility and surrender. And it's so much more fun. It's so much more fun. So I'm going to put these out, this today's episode, and see what the feedback is. If there's responses, if you guys email me, if anyone listens to this, um, how does it feel? What questions do you have? What kind of, how can I be more of service to you um, as you're exploring this for you? And I have a few things I'll be offering in June, May and in June um, that feel like they will help you with navigating your inner um, adventure <laughs> and how to get to your inner essence more and more and more. And that's the part I think is so fascinating. I've been doing this work for so long. I'm trying not to call it work anymore. Actually, I'm trying to call it play. Like I've been doing this inner play um, for so long now that I'm sort of, I just can't believe it's still unfolding. Like it's still opening. It's still expanding. I was sharing this morning on, we do a 615 meditation on Tuesday. We have a group and um, I was sharing with them that I've started connecting with the moon at night when I'm not sleeping. If I just lay there and I breathe, I can see the moon as she is and kind of breathe with her and connect with her. And it feels so rejuvenating. It feels like it's just replenishing all of my energy and source. And it's so beautiful. And that's new in the past three months. That's not something I've been doing for many, many years. And so I just share that because there's all of these ways that we can continue to engage with the natural world, with the mystical world, with the spirit world, with um, all the unknowns, with the wind, with the clouds, with the candles and the flowers, and just all of these really magical um, things that we have in our world. And, and the most fun is integrating that with hugs and kisses and making dinner and having wine with my husband and enjoying my life. And that's it. So um, I'm nervous to have you listen to this. And I'm excited. I'm nearsighted as usual, <laughs> to see what, what comes of all of this. So all right, thanks. Bye. Hi, everyone. This is Pleasance. And I'm just taking a few deep breaths before we jump in. Breathing in through the nose and out through the mouth. In through the nose and out through the mouth. 
today my mind is racing. The mind is just... I'm about to share with you some of the journey and the experience and the connections and the circles and the cycles from which this evolution of Lola and liberation and awakening and this inner voice, inner voice, inner being, intuition You, if you are spending any time in our circles or online or with me in person or we're friends or family, you hear me talking about this, talking about this, like the gates, the floods of inner being and inner voice. So I want to to do this episode really from the heart, from my own inner voice and inner being to give a little bit of the backstory and to sort of catch you up. There's a lot of people who are new to our community or who we don't have a personal relationship. And um, I really felt like it was of service to the mind of people who want to do this kind of really powerful healing work and consciousness and joy work. Um, There's always, there's so much joy to be found. I've never (laughs) felt so giggly in so many years. And that's been this wonderful, wonderful gift. Um, my inner voice is bringing back into my life after many, many years of darkness and deep emotion and being very comfortable in the darkness, really. That's part of, I know, one of my personal strengths here in the world is to sit with darkness and pain and hard things. And that's very comfortable for me. What's not as comfortable is all of the joy and the lightness and the giggliness and the laughter that is flowing through my inner voice and my inner being a lot these days. So I'm going to back up and sort of have this be like storytelling a little bit as if we were sitting in a room. I'm sitting here at my altar um, with some fresh May flowers. I got a new incense. Um, I have my rose oil and some candles lit. And right now I'm just sitting with you, breathing with you and picturing you here with me, sitting here with me, have some uh, warm water and just opening my heart in the highest and best service of us both, right? So of you who's listening to this, but also of my own highest and best self in terms of honoring the stories that are going to come forward in this little storytelling uh, session. And it may end up being a few episodes long. We'll just kind of see how it flows. I'm, like I said, trying not to let the mind get in the way or block me from just sharing what is most true at this time for um, us as a community, for us as a humanity, for us as a people. So I'm going to breathe. And when I'm connecting to my inner being and my highest, highest self, my highest and best self, that exhale, that seated groundedness, opening my palms, I often now will cover my shoulders Um, just feeling that warmth and connection, rubbing my palms together, feeling the warmth of my healing hands. 
And you're welcome to join in in your own way, seated, lighting a candle, or having a fresh um, flowers or plants. So let's just be together for a minute, wherever you are, whatever you're doing or not doing, however we're connecting. For most of my life, I heard her, I felt her inside of me, and it was pretty unknown what she was, what she wanted, and where she was taking me. There were many, many difficult days, roads, nights, lots and lots of pain, and there was not a clear path as to why there was not a known. There was so much confusion, so much pain in the body, so much holding. And that holding came from love. It came from love of others. It came from love of self. It came from love of the world. And when you love that way, you feel that way, you have pain that way. So there was a deep knowing, a deep um powerful awakening that was going to occur but in order for that to occur there had to be some deep experiences from which we could emerge so this deep connection at a human level to suffering and to the highs and lows of humanity of all of the emotions, all of the range of emotions, normalizing, normalizing, normalizing the range of emotions. Um, This child, this light came in and was able to be fully aware watching the whole time. So in my childhood, in my youth, in my teens, watching, observing, looking, and hearing this voice and seeing things that other people saw, feeling things that other people didn't seem to feel, and being able to look deeply into the souls and into the people around her, me. I had this gift that I've spent most of my life thinking was my weakness. And our many, many people and places and layers in our society call it a weakness to feel that deeply, to see in others what they can't see for themselves. And this child and myself and that seeing and that knowing and that feeling caused a lot of pain. There wasn't wisdom or guidance. There wasn't access to it. And the ego, the mind, the body, the human form got so afraid that she just filled it with so many people and things and doing and food and drugs and boys and drinking and everything to not feel what others could feel and to turn off that knowing, to turn off that connection, to turn off the way that she experienced other people. So this 
clogging of the system created so much pain in the human form and a lot of pain in relationships, a lot of anger, a lot of jealousy, um, and a lot of busyness, a lot of busyness. And while the, the human, the person, the form, the child who turned into an adult tried to find her way back to good and home, finding her way home, there were so many things that she could do that would make her look good and please others. And it's, it, you know, there were times when it worked and times when it didn't and times when it helped and times when it hurt. But most importantly, we want everyone to know that there's, it's all okay. It's all exactly as it is supposed to be. And what we mean by that is that the the wanting to please and help others and and do good in the world is not something to be ashamed of. It's not something to put down. And sometimes that's put down in the world, right? So there's this balance between helping others and helping yourself and and really finding the essence of what's true for your value and your worth. So this person, this child, this adult who turned into an adult um, wanted to do what others told her. And I know many of you have felt that too. You've told us, you've told her, and we've had lots of conversations about this, that you know how listening to others leads you on a path and you think it's going to be that that there'll be happiness there. But back to the story, let's get back to how we can most serve you and your highest and best self is there was always a knowing and our connection to her, to the being, to the mind, to pleasance got lost, right? Because there were so, not lost, it got quieter because there were so many things in the way, physical, tangible, earthly things. And then there were stories and mindsets and victim and, and just a lot of thoughts that were getting in the way. But eventually, with a lot of just knowing deep inside and, and seeking and, and longing to connect, longing to be whole, longing to be integrated, longing to feel the joy of life and never giving up on us, never giving up on this soul's purpose, this connection. We put a lot of things in her life to help her along the way, just like we're doing with you right now. If you're listening to this, you're here too. We're here with you. We're all connected. So we're putting things in your life. We're putting things in her life to help grow and expand and move away from the things that are not working that are, and, and not by not working, but that are not playing, that are not playful, that are not joyful, that are not deeply connected to the essence of who you are and she is and we all are. What is the essence? What's underneath all the noise? So we created these paths of joy. And many of you have experienced that too. Maybe you um, love to walk in nature. Maybe you are loving yoga or meditation or drawing or dancing or writing. That all of these 
beautiful, creative ways of being in the world and seeing us connecting with us. That's how you connect with us, with your true, truest self, deepest self, highest self, is through these acts of joy and creativity and flow when we are present with you, inspiring you, loving you, and being with you. And then the mind, the ego, the brain, the thought, the the cognition, the thinking, 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 planning, 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 doing, doing gets pushed aside, moved aside gently so that we can come in and be with you with this breath, right? With this exhaling. So for a long time now, we've been in a relationship talking the soul, the spirit, the guides, with the mind of Pleasance. And she has not wanted to share that in such a big way like this because there really wasn't a support um, that she had at the time that she could find and lean into to bring, to let go of the fear and bring in the confidence and bring in the knowing and bring in the trusting and bringing in the love and compassion that she wants to bring to the world and we want her to bring to the world with you and doing this together over so long. It was so gentle. It's time. So she has been sharing. We have been sharing with our community now for the past few weeks, months, really it's been slowly building over the past few years these intuitive ways to move, intuitive ways to write, intuitive ways to go beyond the mind and drop into the essence of what your purpose, passion, creation is here. And usually it's not doing more things. It's not joining more boards or making more money or writing more books. It has more to do with being of service in compassion because your own light cup and essence are so deeply connected and integrated. And this little story time is a beginning for us to have a conversation with you, for this community to open to moving beyond the mind and into the heart. This is a time we are being called to put down Um, old paradigms, old ways of thinking and working and being, and to really create at a whole new level and to communicate at a whole new level where emotions um, are completely normalized and valued as a part of the growing and expanding experience and the identity shifts and changes that can happen when we allow ourselves to feel anger or sadness or grief and we sit with it and we breathe and we breathe and that's called um, moving a beanbag or working with the pain body or it's emotion emotional digestion you know all of these different schools of thoughts have different names for it but it's all the same thing which is removing the stuck stagnant congested emotions in the body and that's why many of you feel connection to light and source and love and divine 
after yoga or meditation because that can happen in those somatic sessions. Um, if it's a moving meditation or sometimes you can feel it in your mind, you know, again, it really depends. There's been lots of, lots and lots and lots of times that we have felt connected um, through the being, through the human form, through the earth by doing all of these wonderful creative outlets and moving outlets so emotions are moving through the body are we holding them are we releasing them and when we release them and we have them flow through us we have access to so much more than we can possibly ever know and that connection to us is what we're inviting you to plant the seed of today so to wrap up this story this introduction and please ask questions and be in conversation with us and Pleasance to ask, you know, what are the areas you want to learn more about? How can we help you find your this in you? How can we help you um, expand beyond your mind to feel into your essence during this portal time when we have all the books and all of the science and all of the information and it's validating these experiences that we're having how can we put some of that down put the load put the burden put the mind down in order to just be in the highest deepest purest presence with your life and it doesn't mean leaving your life. A lot of people who talk about consciousness, who talk about divine spirit, source, highest self, whatever you want to call it, intuition, um, have lives that may, may or may not look like yours. And we want to share stories of how to work with consciousness and pure presence in real life with families and jobs and homes and spouses and partners and parents that these gifts of teachers we have who leave everything and move around the world or who are older and maybe they're enlightened or close to enlightenment or who knows what they are. It doesn't matter. None of that matters. But there's a lot of beautiful models in the world and teachers and and lighthouses in the world right now um, sharing about these concepts. And they're so beautiful and so potent. And we want to add our own gift of presence in relationship, presence in domestic life, presence in parenting and in marriage and in being a child yourself, right? So that ongoing parent-child relationship. And that's what we want to do. So this was our first attempt at opening the door to what's been happening, how this has all been evolving, and how this has been layering in order now to serve for our highest and best self. And there's been a lot of things that, that we've been studying and teaching Ayurveda and Tantra and Buddhism and yoga and Vedic wisdom and 
Kabbalah and mystic. And there's so many wonderful names of systems that include all of this. And so we invite you to find what speaks to your heart. So um, there's, again, many resources and many teachers and many ways to find the light and to keep moving towards the light in you so that you can be a light for others, especially in dark times. So that's all for now. And we just invite you to breathe with us as we close. And perhaps you can grab your own journal right now and just write down some things you want to remember or some things that are coming to your mind or your heart. May we be open. May we be connected. May we be curious. And may our light radiate into the world. <laughs>